you know, the strangest thing um, you can ask someone right now is, what are you up to? Or what have you been up to? Have you, have you had someone ask you that yet? Hey, hey, man, what are you up to? What? What am I up to? Nothing. I'm up to nothing. What, there's nothing to do. Hey, man, what you been doing? Nothing. Hey, 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 buddy, have you no nothing? Do do you understand? I, I you know, I I realized one of my buddies is a psychopath or psycho whatever it is, psychopath. He's like, hey, man, what have you been doing? Huh? Oh, me? Oh, yeah, man. I just been, you know, I just traveled. We went to the water slide last weekend. And, um, you know, we went to DiMaggio's, you know, that restaurant. Nothing. I've been doing nothing. <laughs> the same thing <laughs> that everybody has been doing. No matter who you are right now, you're doing. I don't care if you are Walter Disney. You're doing nothing. Even people that are smoking DMT right now, no matter how hard a hit they take, nothing happens because there's nothing to do except podcast, I guess. Let's go. Yep. It's that same song, baby. Come on. Come on. I'm just sitting on your front porch wondering how could I be so far from my home. And my mind is somewhere else, but when I find it, I'll patch up where it's been blown. Hey, man, what you been up to, man? Nothing. Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be gone a stone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this piece of mind I found. I can feel it in my bones, but it's gonna take. A little time, a little bit of time, maybe some TikTok for me to set that parking brake and let myself all wind. Shine that light on me. I sit and tell you my story. Hey man, what you, what you been up to? Nothing, nothing, man. Absolutely nothing. There's nothing to do. I I think like there's nothing. I mean, I have been. People are like, well, what have you been doing? Well, honestly, what I've been doing, usual stuff I do. Really, try not to masturbate, or do self pleasure, or do self bust. I have been 
Um, I have learned, I, I've learned that I can cook and then I've learned that I don't know any good recipes. That's what I learned. I learned like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm willing to cook. Like I find myself just making something that's around my apartment. Like, oh, okay. I'll have a little bit of uh, lettuce and oatmeal. Oh, I, I, they, there could be something. You know, I find myself just mixing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll have a Pop-Tart and I'll have, uh, you know, I'll have a Pop-Tart and I'll have um, two orange halves or an orange. Um, you know, just like wild mixes. Okay, I'll have a little, you know, some cuts of um, London Brawl and, uh, and you know, and maybe four baby snicker. And that's dinner. Just the 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 connect like things that connect there that the, the it doesn't matter anymore. It you you know before COVID it was like the 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 afternoons connected to the lunchtime, the evenings connected to the dinner, but now it don't matter. The breakfast is connected to the midnight snack. It don't matter. Oh, rise and shine. You know, I got half a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and, um, and you know, a third of a cup of, um, you know, baby marshmallows for you. And don't forget to have, uh, don't forget to squeeze, a, um, you know, a chunk of lime in your mouth. And, and, and that's it. It's just, you know, the, there's the, I'm just saying that. You can have whatever you want right now, and it can be a meal. You don't even have to mix things. Like before, pre, pre-Corvid, you had to mix stuff. Oh, you want to make a cake? You need to get an egg, do an egg in a bucket, do a flour, do some milk or some leche, some Mexican milk, and do it like that and do it and mix it up and throw some sprinkles in it and put out and do an oven. And then, damn, you got a cake. You got a birthday. You got a cumpleaños, you know, circle, a cake. But now, don't matter. You want to fucking crack an egg in your mouth? You want to take half a dram of water, a little bit of milk, eat a quarter stick of butter? You know, hide two packets of um sugar under your tongue, of sugar in the raw? Bam, son. You get now you've had some cake like now you've had some cake. There's just the 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 template is kind of blown out. Oh, it's lunchtime. Why don't you have a freaking uh, porterhouse steak with a Chobani yogurt? Why don't you do you want to do a little do a Chobani, daddy? Do that little, you know. How to fucking how to half a gram of yogurt in your little cousin's jaw. And then, you know, and then beat his little ass if you have to. Sorry. You know, let him, you know, don't just hit him like in the back and like in the fat areas. Don't hit him anywhere where it could hurt him. What's going on? I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's the dumbest. What's going on? Nada. Nada. Spanish nothing. Nothing is going on. I've been at home. I don't even know. 
it's out, it's nice to not have to set your alarm clock. Isn't that, I know some of you have children you can't relate to, it, but it's nice to not have to set your alarm. You know, I don't need an alarm for anything right now. I don't need. I don't. It doesn't. What if it's? It doesn't matter if it's eleven fifty p.m. or four a.m. I can watch another episode of Shit's Creek and then go back to bed. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it does. It does. It. It. it, it nothing matters. Nothing. Ma- what's. What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just trapped playing with the devils that are inside of me. That's what I'm doing most of the time. Um, I want to thank you guys for supporting the cast. That's for damn sure. That is for DS. That is for damn sure. What's going on? I've been I guess I've been feeling like a lot of things during this recently. I've been feeling like well, I've been taking pretty good care of myself. You know, I've been doing a good bit of um outdoor action. Running, walking. Um you know, I'll pretend like I lost something in my area or something go look for it. Look for a missing animal, or look for a uh you know, like oh, my cousin's car got stolen. Um, we know we're looking for it. If you've seen it, people are like, nah, nah, nah. But you keep looking, you know. Just anything to kind of get out of the house. Um, you know, uh, what else? I've been rolling out my body. And I know some people, they say you get on the foam roller. If you've seen it, it's a, it's like a pipe, but it's made out of foam. It's like a foam piping piece like a fat little foam pipe and you lay your body on it and you just ride your body back and forth on it i mean if this thing could get pregnant it would get pregnant and you just slide your body your legs especially your thighs your your buttocks your the area between your nuts and your knees whatever that is leg and you slide that up and down this um, foam roller. And it alleviates your tension. I mean, it you'll see a damn ghost fly out of your ass. Like it, this thing will loosen the muscle tension inside of you. It really does. It just loosens it all up. So I've been doing that full body. Like doing my triceps on it. My bicep. Like laying on it in just sheer agony. Just and just, I mean, till it just hurts so much, man. Till just like, and it's this big black pipe kind of thing, and it's like it just feels like it's just, I mean, just just taking my muscles virginity, you know, just 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 terrorizing these bitches, really. Um. Kind of like if you ever seen an episode of that blacked pornography and it's women kind of getting attacked by big, large, black, you know, penises and penis. And it has that sort of ambiance to it. Just and just rolling your just I mean, rolling my chest, just rolling everything out. 
So I've been doing that. Um, what else? That's it, man. Not th- there's not. You know, I went to the park the other day. I looked at some dog people out there with the dogs. Um, and when I was growing up, your boy Daniel in my neighborhood. Some of you guys know about him, and some of y'all don't. And he was the kind of dude that would, you know, he would uh tell you like maybe if you were having a a licorice chunk or a um if you were having a uh a bit of honey candy he would tell you oh they're poisonous they're poisonous and you'd spit it out on the table and he would take it and eat it he was that kind of man he was a like he would just secondhand sugar he didn't care he'd trick you out of your own sweet and then he would polish that bat shelf right in front of you and um anyway his father had trained they had a dog this little disgruntled little dog and the uh this little I don't know if it was like a beagle or like a damn like an Australian kind of beagle kind of like a uh kind of an uh, like an Australian kind of beagle sort of hound but it would um name muscle was the dog's name and it would they trained it to kind of I guess kind of hump or fuck uh dogs other dogs at the dog park so we'd go down there they had this kind of dog and it wasn't really a dog park back then when i was growing up it was just a lot of dogs would meet up usually to eat or look at each other and you'd see a dog walking by or one dog would have a you know uh you know he would the owner would paint something on the side of him like a political slogan or just all kind of shit like an animal meetup and um and they had their little dog little muscle and this thing could fuck bro i'll be honest it's the only dog i've ever seen that could run up behind another dog and jump and it was real it had long legs in the front but was uh short-legged in the back and this thing could hump like a damn like a speed bump this thing could hump like a fucking like an extended cab camel this thing had that up, down, up, down, up, down going. And it could run and jump up into the air and land wiener, wiener into another animal. And so this little thing, it was like the damn Robin Hood of fucking really. And you'd see it run up and just jump onto another animal. And, and they had trained it to, to do sex. So it was just baffling, man. It was just blew my mind every time we'd go to like the little dog meetup and they had... You know, when little muscle would show up and this thing, boy, you'd see the other owners be like, oh, shit. Here comes little muscle, man. That little damn Bill Cosby out here. This little thing just not afraid to really sexualize other animals. But what else? What's going on, man? Nothing. Nothing. What's for breakfast, huh? Uh veal parmesan sounds good sounds good um what else uh nothing 
tricked you on that one. Let's take some calls, man. 985-664-9503. I've been running. I've been trying to take care of myself physically. And I've been doing a lot of meditation. And and I am, let me see. <sighs> Hear that? That's my damn lungs. I'm like 45 days. I know not 45, maybe 44 days of no cigarettes. But I wanted one yesterday, man. I wanted one. I had a, I was talking to like an ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, and just, man, we just kind of got into it and just made me want a damn cigarette. It's crazy how like relationship conversations and things like that can really get my damn could really get the just get my goiter you know i'm serious man that type of stuff can really just i mean just makes me just i mean it'll just makes me want to hide my own penis inside of my ass you know just i hate that kind of stuff it just i don't hate it but i don't like it man i, I don't like that kind of stuff that kind of stuff just makes me uncomfortable. Um, but life, man, life's life is a this life is an uncomfortable thing, isn't it? Isn't life an uncomfortable thing sometimes? And they don't teach you that in school. They don't have a class that you think for one hour on a Thursday they'd had everybody meet in the gym. They would have us meet in the gym for anything. Oh, p- kids are pissing on the uh, heaters and doing, you know, big yellow steam in there every, every, you know, every afternoon. And so they got to have a, a convention in the gym and tell it who's pissing, who's pissing. We're going to smell everybody's dick. Who is pissing? And nobody, of course, admits everybody's dying laughing, but people playing yellow smoke in there. People playing a little bit of fucking, you know, Vietnam, a little bit of, uh, you know, people p- playing a little bit of uh, Agent Orange or something in there and pissing on the thing on the heat on the heater and the uh, toilet. But whatever, man, what are we? I don't even know what I'm talking about. Welcome to the podcast. What's going on, man? What have you been up to? Not a thing. There's nothing to be up to. That's why. That's why. That is why. Uh, let's get a call that came in. Here we go. Yo, my name's Liv Thompson. Um, I'm from New Albany, Mississippi. And today is my boyfriend's uh, 21st birthday. We've been together for about seven and a half years and we're... Well, he's 21, I'm 20. But anyways, um, we're big fans of you. Uh- Damn, y'all been together seven and a half years? And you guys don't even know how old y'all are? You guys are young, huh? Uh, damn, I drink y'all's damn blood, huh? Onward. Uh, he took me to your show in Memphis for my birthday this past August. And um, I was wondering if you could help me out and somehow send me a video of you saying happy birthday Drew or happy birthday Sterling that's his legal name oh hell yeah there's nothing I love more than somebody that has a legal name don't you love that what's my name oh oh, oh my name is Alan but my legal name is 
Carondelet. Yeah, my name is uh, Tucker, but my legal name is Vacuum Nathan. Like, damn, your name Vacuum Nathan? Damn. Uh, let's hear more. Sterling, let's hear, let me hear more about this little mf -er. Um, That would mean so much to me, and he might shit his pants. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I'll, I'll video it for you. No, 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 honey. I'm trying to stay off the pornography, and you know that, but I appreciate it. Onward. Um, but, yeah, my number is. Let me try him real quick. Let me try this young buck and see if we can get get him on the line real quick. I'm going to wish him a damn HB. He deserves it, I think. What have you been doing, man? That's what I'm going to ask him. What is her name, Bethany? Sorry. Your call has been forwarded mm. to an automatic voice message system. Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Happy birthday to Drew. Happy birthday to Drew, legal name Sterling. Happy birthday to Drew Sterling. Happy birthday to Drew. What's up, uh, Drew's girlfriend? This is Theo Vaughn. I'm just calling. Just uh, I wanted to say thank you for the call and for uh, offering me the opportunity to wish Drew Sterling a happy birthday. And um, and I hope he lives it up, man. You guys are in quarantine. I hope you guys make it happen. Get y'all a baby. Get y'all a something. You know, buy, adopt a little Dalmatian. Do something nasty. Do something wild. Or get a baby and put little black spots on him. Get that spotted baby, that little... uh. Patrick Mahomes, boy, that Patty Maha. You can do it. And I love you, man. I just want to tell you guys I love you. Send this to Drew for me because um, you only left his number on here. But uh, happy birthday, man, and keep your head up out there. And I'd ask you what you've been doing, but nobody's been doing anything. So uh, you guys be well, gang. Man, I'm feisty today, I feel. That's how I feel. I feel feisty. I feel feisty. Um, I just feel, I feel feist-strated. That's what I feel like. I feel damn feist-strated, bro. There's nothing to watch, dude. There's nothing. There's nothing to watch. There's nothing. Let's take some calls. That's what we do have. We have each other. So let's get a few calls in here. Gang, brother, onward. 
CEO, what up? It's your boy Nathan from Minneapolis. Dirty Nate over there from Minneapolis. And you know, Nick Schwartzen is from over there. And he really, that man is really, they call him the, he really has, uh, actually he told me the other day he has coronaria, which is when you have, um, you know, fluid stool and also Corvid, baby. Gang shit. Onward. And uh, I'm just calling to say thanks. I was just listening to uh, one of the episodes from the other week. I think it was called Perspective Gadget. And you got on this tear about uh, items on a sale rack. And that shit just, I don't even know how to describe how funny that was to me. I started kicking the air. I'm by myself outside my place doing a little American spirit and cracking up so hard that I just started kicking the air. I have no idea where that Oh, yeah. That O2 dojo, bro. That's that O2 dojo. When you just start kicking the air, bro. Wait till you fucking put the air into a damn rear naked choke. Wait till you start doing that. Wait till you start getting to that next level. Where you freaking, uh, you know what I'm saying? You climb up on the top rope and jump onto nothing. And just leg drop absolutely nothing at all. Gang shit. Where that came from? But that's what you brought to my life. So thanks, man. Uh, love you. Love you too, brother. Thank you for the call, man. Thank you for the call out there. Getting some vibe and enjoying yourself and and just feeling something. Um, yeah, there's like, uh, there's, there's no sports. There's no sports. So, I mean, and some people are stuck in there. Imagine if you are a person who has to often... It doesn't work at home and your wife and you guys don't spend much time together. It's been like that for years. And suddenly y'all are stuck together. I wonder how these domestics are doing. If anybody out there is an officer of the law, I would love to know if you could hit the hotline 985-664-9503 and let us know if the, the amount of domestics has gone up. Yeah, there's no sports. Anything, anything, anything could become a sport. I mean, they're going to put, you know, ESPN, one of the famed networks, famed sporting networks, they're having, um, they're showing damn people, you know, they have a Charles Barkley making a casserole now. I mean, anything could be a sport. Domestic disputes. I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes you know, if they start to make leagues or a tournament. You know, like, oh, damn. You know, Tiffany sure beat the shit out of Randall last week, but it's best two out of three. So let's see how this shakes out. Um, Let's take another call. Here we go. My God. Oh, my God, dude. I'm trying trying to get through. Chris Dilly is uh, special right now. And, I mean, I got to just know, why does he have... So many holes in his black shirt. Well, first of all, yeah, I do want to let you know, Chris uh, Delia. you may have heard of him, up and coming um, comedian from, I think, where is he from? I want to say maybe Key West or something. I don't know where he's from, but he um, has a special out on Netflix. I recommend you check it out. It's called No Pain. Uh, and I'll tell you why. He has holes in his shirt because 
He's incomplete, brother. You know who doesn't have any holes in their black shirt? I'll give you 7,000 guesses, bro. Moi. That's French guess. Right there, and that's the correct answer. En sur. All right? Because he's incomplete, man. I'm surprised. I, I bet if you look in my, in, my, in my drawers right here, you will find the pieces of his shirt that are missing. Because he don't have that fulfillment, man. He don't, he don't have, he's, he don't have that, he doesn't have that, he can't fill you up like daddy can. Knock, knock, who's there? Daddy with a cup of whatever you need. Uh, so that's why he's got holes in his shirt. Because that's who he is. He shows up almost all the way. Incomplete. It's a good special. It's a good special. I recommend you guys check it out. But if you want to know why he's got the holes in his shirt, that's why. Let's take another call, man. Thank you guys for hitting the hotline. Um, let me do this, too. Let me tell you also, if you're bored in your house, which you have to be, you know why? Because what you've been up to, nada, 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 nada. Literally, I fell asleep with half a mouthful of bugles and I had just went to bed. I just ate half of a carton of frosting and I'm playing hide and go seek with my kid. And I've been hiding for four hours and he's never going to find me because I drove down the block to the supermarket parking lot and I'm sitting here in my car and watching other men sit in their cars. That's why. And speaking of that, when I was growing up, they had, um, you know, they had uh, a lot of men, and adult men, I mean, not, uh, not like real hairy kids. I'm talking about fully adult men. A man, you could tell he had a, uh, the kind of guy who's not afraid to put a, you know, half a mouthful of Copenhagen in between his penis and his nuts and take the dip in that way, that long route. When I was young, a lot of men, different men, troubled men, men who had holes in their shirts type of guys, um, you know, older men as well. Guys like Brian Callen, who, you know, I don't know if you know him or not. He's a, he kind of, he modeled for a bit. He modeled for, actually, he, he, Elf in the Shelf is based on him, his body type and, and uh, mythical youth. Um, but a lot of men would go to the Winn-Dixie and park out in front of it and, uh, cry and stuff in their car and drink and and um it was this was before they had self-help and all of that this is before you could get help for yourself and men would drive over there and you know drink and sit in their truck drink pleasure themselves sometime with a um, booklet with a uh pussy booklet you know a lot of and i hate to say that word sorry 
and I should have told you I was going to say it, and I, I'm sorry I didn't, but I'm telling you right now, I, I'm going to say it one more time right now. So if you don't like hearing it, don't hear it when I say it. But a man would get out there and get a pussy booklet and touch they touch their penis and, you know, keep petting their own penis until uh, until something came out of their body. It's a little bit of e-jack, you know what I'm saying. That body sauce, bruh. A little bit of God's front wash, you know what I'm saying, that starter. That starter sauce. But with that said, um... This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a real and forthright group that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Now, if you've ever seen any of my life or heard anything about me, you know I have been to countless hours of therapy. And um, and I've also experienced therapy through BetterHelp. Uh, with BetterHelp, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. So it's it's not a crisis line, but it is a line where if you feel a sense of just that you need something more for any type of mental or emotional distress you're dealing with, that they can help. It's professional counseling is what it is. And there's a broad range of expertise uh, in their counselor network, which may not be locally available to you in your area. You can get on BetterHelp. You can log into your account and anytime and send a message to your counselor. And you can say, hey, can we can we chat today? Can we chat tomorrow? You could text. Just say, hey, I want to check in about something. I'm struggling with this. You know, I'm struggling with that. You know, Martha won't let me, you know, hang out at the house with my friends. Or Martha just bought a coffin and is chiseling my name into the side of it. Should I be alarmed? Yeah, you should. With BetterHelp, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You will never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You know, if you tr- you're having a tough day, you're struggling, you hit your counselor up. You know, hey, hey, counselor, I'm struggling. Ba-da, ba-da, bam. Oh, yeah, let's chat today at 2 p.m. Anywhere you are, you could FaceTime, anything. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. And join the over half a million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for this past weekend listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Theo. And uh, grateful to them. For better help. Uh, let's take another call here. As always, the hotline, 985-664-9503. We've got some responses coming up to uh, the Domino's Pizza delivery guy who had seen his life hit a real shit curb and he wanted to tighten up his uh, ability and and really get, um, you know, that guy thought he was just going to, I mean, that guy didn't know if he was about to lock his own, you know, just duct tape a damn hot pizza to the side of his head or what. And we got some, uh, some stuff for him. Sorry. I'm fucking, I'm on some coffee, bro. I'll be honest. I've been off coffee for about 10 days, maybe 12, probably 10. And that shit today, bro. I had a cup dog. Mm. Bro. I feel like honestly, I could reach into my own butt and, and 
and find something new. That's how, I mean, that's where I'm kind of coming from at this moment. So this coffee got me shook, man. Got me shook up, bro, like a damn Christmas globe, you know? And I remember one time I went to India and I bought a Christmas globe because things are hella cheap in India. I mean like a nickel, a dime, a 50 cent. And I got a Christmas globe uh, in there and inside of it, it had a picture of a snowman and he had a little sign and it said, just married Christmas. That's what it said on it. And that's one thing I loved about India. You you could get things that, and they fucked it up every time. They fucked it up. It would say Happy Halloween, right? And it would have a picture of the Easter rabbit. And in his basket, he would have like a um. He would have like a little. Uh, they in his basket, he would have like a basketball in there, and it would say Merry Christmas. You're like, what the fuck? But that's India, bro. If you want some real fucking wild shit, go to India, dog. They got it. And you can walk as far as you want in India. They don't give a damn. If you want to walk somewhere, start walking, dog. The cops pull you over where you're going. Oh, uh, Delhi. New Delhi. Old Delhi. Double de- double Delhi, dog. And they'll be like, well, when, when are you going to get there you're like i'm supposed to get there in november I'm like all right good luck dude you could get out of any crime you know i was supposed to be in nashville the other day this past weekend for uh for that comedy show friday night and and i'm so sorry that that didn't happen and uh yeah i just i wish i got to see everybody I'm, i miss it you know i miss being able to be out there and and seeing people and i'm glad i'm having i'm, I'm feeling that way i'm glad i'm you know, I'm just missing everybody. You know, I miss. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I just miss everybody. So I guess that's one thing when people say, what have you been doing? I guess I've been missing everybody. You know, let's take some other calls that came here. Here we go. Hey, Theo. My name's Tony from Wichita, Kansas. Hey there, Tony. And Tony is a nickname also for Anthony or um, uh, Antonio. Uh, onward. Um, I'm just listening to your podcast right now, and you're talking about the seniors not being able to have prom and all we've missed. And I'm one of those uh, students. I'm a senior this year, uh, canceled prom. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be able to walk the stage for graduation. My birthday is on April 17th, and I was going to sign at my school to a college for wrestling, mm. and now I can't have any of that, and it's just, man, it's hard doing online school, being stuck in the house all day. Um, man, I love your show. Gang. Gang, brother. Yeah, that's, I mean, I... I I mean, I can't imagine. We talked a little bit about it last week. I can't imagine that. You know, you can't, you are, you know, you got to sneak around if you want to touch a titty or do something. And at your age, I look, I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell you, you know, at your age, there's probably some women you're like, I don't know if I'm really into them. But if they want to mingle, touch that titty, baby, okay? 
Because later in life, you will want to remember touching it. Even if it was mediocre. You know, I remember a girl over there in um, North Carolina. And that's one of the premier 50 states over there near the East Coast, but kind of in the South. Kind of, people kind of don't, don't know where it is. And it starts with North, even though it's in the South. So it's obviously also lost. But a beautiful place, man. They got mountains, they got valleys, they got all kind of shit. Uh, and the, um, what was I talking about? Oh, they had a girl there. Her breast felt like a pair of damn uh, shit diapers, really. You know, baby diapers. And when you squeeze, you ever seen a baby's diaper when it's full? If you get that hot little, that bottom sack on a baby and they fill that thing up, that thing. There's nothing more kind of fun, really, than seeing a full diaper hang off a baby's bottom. That shit is funny. You know what I'm saying? When a da- That baby is badass. That's kind of the Tony Stewart of babies. If you see a bunch of babies run around in a, um oval or a big track or circle or even just run by you. And you see a couple of them got clean diapers and then that one baby goes by with that fucking fat back caboose, bruh. And that thing is just, you know, that that rump has been chunking, bruh. Or that thing's been front dripping, dog, and that diaper is full. God damn, there's something really. You're like, oh, that, that's the Tony Stewart of babies right there. Um, But anyway, this lady's breasts were like that. And when you kind of squeezed them, they stayed in the shape you squeezed them in. Which is unprecedented, really. If you think about that. You know, really think about it. Think about a uh, a titty or something that looks like a titty. Okay, think about it. You got the thought? Okay, now squeeze it or something. Now take your hand off. And it stays in the squeezed shape. And you didn't squeeze hard. You squeezed just a decent amount. You know, you squeezed just a cozy, the normal amount of squeeze a titty would want. And it stays like that. Praise God, brother. But that's how this lady, so, and I remember the next day I'd ridden up there with a band, a group of, um, a group of musicians. What were they called? This is when I was living in Charleston, South Carolina over there. Um, this band, man, they let me get on stage sometimes and I would wear small shirts and the shirts didn't fit me that well because I hit a late growth spurt in my, and, but I hadn't really purchased, made any purchases to, to, you know, really cover myself since the spurt. And, um, geez, I'm going off track. Uh, what I'm telling you is this, dude, that if you get a chance, bruh, go and you you just you you'll you won't regret it usually. You won't regret reaching for that opportune tit, bruh. You won't regret it, man. You're not gonna think years later, man, phew, good thing I didn't you know, put a couple dollars in the tank and go over there and touch a little breast. Touch that fucking big front knuckle. You feel me? So, but anyway, man, what was your problem? Yeah, dude, I'm sorry you can't go to prom, man. That shit is heartbreaking. And 
and that you know not to imagine being a senior in high school it's your you're so excited you know it's your year man you get to walk around one of your friends has a beard all of a sudden you're like damn jake he's like yeah i know oh yeah oh you know things are happening one of your you know one of your friends gets knocked up little deandra you're like damn deandra just going on in, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna have a guess. I'm gonna keep it. All right, Deandra. You know, people are making choices. One of your, f- and you don't get that. You don't get to see that every day. You don't get that experience, man. I'm. I mean, I, I am real sorry, man. It's heartbreaking, bro. It's heartbreaking. Um, but I think that there's gonna be other. So there's gonna be some other great experience in your life that's going to happen uh, because of this. There's going to be some way that this shakes out that's going to be pretty awesome, man. Will it be as awesome as your senior year of high school, though? I do not know, bro. I don't want to lie to you, man. And to not have prom? Think about people not having prom right now. Um, That's got to be hectic. Not having prom. There are peop- there, there's youngsters missing their prom. That's why I said that we should have Amazon Prom. You get a box in the mail. It's got a whole prom in it in the box. You know, it's $13. It's $60 for the upsell. You know, you get the, you know, you get you get the whole thing in the box. You get a little thing of um lights, some Christmas lights. You know, you get a poster. It says, uh, you know, a night to remember or, um, you know, a walk in the smog or something. You get that. You know, you get a uh, corset. You get a, you know, you get a picture of two people eating um, overpriced Italian food. You that you get, then you get somebody vomits and for an extra thirteen dollars, so that they somebody vomits in your car an hour later. That's prom. That's Amazon prom. You know, Tiffany don't have a bra, so she got to borrow uh, Janet's. You know, one of Janet's a uh, piece of leg hosiery. Um, you know, a uh, what is that called? A panty. One of them, you know, a uh, ne- a, uh leg. Looks like uh, like a panty. You know what I'm talking about? They got to tie a um. What is that? Hosiery. They got to tie a hosiery under a breast, and they got to borrow that. That's Amazon. One of those is in there. You know, you get a, a hit of acid. Somebody gave you. Don't even work. That's in there too. That's six dollars, dude. You got it. Amazon Prom. You get everything. You get that angry parent that shows up when you making out with, uh, you know, with a girl everybody calls fucking Big Reno. That's her nickname, and you know her mom comes out. Y'all in a damn Mazda over there, Mazda S six or whatever, and she comes out and tries to fist fight you in the yard because y'all over there necking. You know, you get to pretend like your date's dress looks good, even though she it looks absolutely ridiculous. That's prom, bro. That's Amazon prom. You get all that in the box, man. You get all that in the box. This mic just broke. Whatever. It's life, man. But dude, I love you, man, and I'm sorry you don't you, you don't get that. And look, I'm a, you know you you don't get that special you don't get to go over at somebody's house and there's a keg. 
and some one of your friends fucking gets alcohol poisoning has to go to the emergency room. You don't get it. You know, it's heartbreaking. You don't get to take photos. And then you have to take a big group photo with a group of people you don't even freaking know. And that costs you an extra $6. And everybody's got acne. You don't even, I mean, people hitting growth spurts even. Somebody starts at the prom, they're 5'2". When they get there, they're 5'7". When they leave, you don't even fucking know what happened to Ernest. Who knows, bro? Who knows? But I love you, man. Be safe out there. Damn, this coffee's got me fucking jacked up. Let me tell you this, man. If you're not taking care of your crotch and area, now's the time. And now really is the time. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. And this is quarantine times. You're bored at house. You're bored at the homestead, a trailer. You're living in a park and you're bored. Why not play with your balls or tighten them up? Manscaped is here to make sure your balls are smooth and classy while you or your partner are playing with them. That's it. Touch yourself and touch your beautiful self. You don't want to be touching your balls and feel like you're petting a little, uh, a little, um, you know, like a soft, soft kind of nuggety little rat. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. While you're probably looking for new things to do, what are you doing, man? Nothing. Why not make manscaping part of your routine? Look, I've trimmed my stuff many times. And I do love the Manscaped trimmer because you can't cut in to your body. Dude, when I was growing up, you had to pull the hair away from your body, your nuts and your wiener. And you had to cut it with a kitchen knife, with a blade, man. The same blade you'd use to chisel something into a tree or to fucking cut your friend. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with the new Perfect Package 3.0. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Your balls are going to be nick free thanks to Manscaped. They have a waterproof cordless body trimmer. That's right. Use it in the shower. Subscribe to the perfect package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months. Making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. Fresh clean, clean. 20% off and free shipping with the code T-H-E-O at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Theo at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code Theo. Thanks, Manscaped, for supporting the podcast. And thank you guys. Um, for supporting Manscaped. It's a good way to help support the podcast as well. What else? Oh, I was thinking about this, that I have a prediction that um, that Hillary Clinton is going to end up running against Donald Trump's. And here's what's going to happen. Because Joe Biden's is really... I mean, he's disappeared. I don't know. He just, he's aging quickly, it seems like. And if he's not, then I believe it's being made to look like he is, right? So if he 
is physically unable to run, which can happen, they the delegates the the I don't know if it's I don't know this part, but the Democratic Party I don't know who. I don't know exactly how, but this is true, that the Democratic Party can put up a new candidate. They can just say, oh, he's too sick. You know, he can, he can say, I'm too sick. I can't do it I can't, for whatever reason. And then at the last minute, they can just put, this is our candidate. So I have a feeling that that's what they're going to do, that the uh, Democratic Party is going to slip Hillary in there the last second. Because it takes off the road. It's all that, that beat down on the road, all that hard, the... You know, the, um, all, you know, Biden took that, he took all of that, that commotion. He took all the commotion that was going on and then he kind of took all the bullets and then Hillary going to show up there at the last second. So I just have a feeling, man, because if that, that's a true thing. Like I think Frank, Franklin Roosevelt had, had done a couple of terms and then he was too sick. He was too sick, I think, to. To run during like his last term or something or when he was running for his last term, he was too sick to run and they had to sub him out. They basically subbed him out. So you can, people can be subbed out and they don't have to go through like a whole, like everyone doesn't have to vote again from their party and stuff like that. They just, uh, the delegates choose. The delegates choose like, okay, this is who we've decided. Boom. So just kind of wild, but that's my predictions, man. I predict that that's going to happen. I just wanted to get that out there. Um, what else? Let's get to a couple more calls here, man. Here we go. Yo, Theo, it's Austin from Cap, California. Hey, Austin, thanks for calling, brother. I got a little question to ask. Since they're planning on doing vaccines for this uh, coronavirus, Let's just say it turns into I am legend, turns everybody into zombies. If I don't get it, do I run for the hills with my girlfriend or do I leave her behind and take my little shit to puppies, Mac and Cooper? Hmm. I appreciate your input. Thank you. Man, it's very, you know, that's a sad scenario, brother. And, um, and I think the, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to choose, but you take Max and Cooper, you take Max and Cooper, man. Um, and I wish the three of you guys the best of luck, man. I mean, imagine that you're gonna make be able to make beautiful TikToks with those animals. Um, let's take another call, man. Here we go, gang. What's up, Theo? It's Andrew from Texas. Uh, just listening to you past uh, podcast and you know you were saying a lot of stuff about how you know if you choose to have kids maybe that's on you if you ain't got food at home and the government's not supposed to take care of you I agree with that but at the same time a lot of people are out of work right now a lot of people don't have they're not getting a paycheck you know so it's like and a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck to begin with I know you know what that's like and uh, you know a lot of times People don't have food for their kids, you know, past paycheck to paycheck. And then and then now all of a sudden, they, uh, they got no job. So you know, I think that's just something to be mindful of when you, you've got a lot of listeners that, uh, you know, kind of rely on you for positive influence and advice. And, 
uh, maybe just take it easy on people a little bit right now. A lot of people are out of work, and that's not their fault. You know, it's not really necessarily on them. And, and when the government shuts shit down, maybe it's on the government to pick shit back up, give people some fucking paychecks. You know what I'm saying? So, so. Gang, brother. Uh, I appreciate the call, man. I appreciate the constructive, uh, you know, not even criticism, I wouldn't call it. I would just say I appreciate your your uh your thoughts man um yeah i think what i what i was you know and this is from last episode I, I remember i was talking about um you know that it's it's our responsibility like you're your parent you're your children's government that if something you know your kids don't have something it's really and, and i don't have children but it is you're gonna be your kids look at you as their government you know um yeah, I don't know if I was really saying that, I, I, you know, and maybe I should not clarify, but I, I think I was saying more that our government is just like a, it's just, I just think this is a good time for us to recognize that we, we need to be prepared. You know, we need to be prepared for stuff. I mean, this past week I went and bought a bunch of water. You know, I went and got extra canned goods. I went and got extra things that I could have at home uh, to make sure that I'm prepared. Um, you know, the government's just kind of a system. It's just a, you know, it's something that that we've created. And yes, like we, you know, we look to them for support and for like struck some, you know, to keep things structured. But when they start to break down, like you know, we're going to be left with ourselves. If the government breaks down completely, we're going to be left with ourselves. Um, and I think that's really scary to think. I'm sure it's way scary if you have children, you know, because you've grown, you know, we've, you've, we've, we've become accustomed to a society that, you know, we're able to, you know, we have a job because the job exists because of the markets and the capitalism and, you know, it's all, and, and then that job gives us a paycheck and we're able to provide for our families. Um, but I think I was just saying more that 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 system is it's just a you know, it's a system that we've been really blessed with here in America that we're really fortunate to have. And as scary as it is that that that's that's just a it's just a system and it's just a structure and it's. And it could, it could fall apart. You know, it could fall apart. And then at that point, we're going to be responsible, uh, completely responsible for ourselves. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I was saying as much like, oh, you, you know, like, you know, like if you, if you have to work paycheck to paycheck right now that, you know, that you're fucked up or there's anything wrong with you or, um, you know, like it, that, that, that's, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know. Why, why don't I do something different for, for, to make my life okay? But, um, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm talking about, dude. I don't know what I'm talking about, bro. Okay. Do not know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that we gotta, we gotta look out for ourselves. You know, we really have to. And it's probably really scary if you have children, but we have to look out for ourselves. We got to try our best to, and I think that this is a reminder in a, in a way that, 
that there's a whole other system that's going on that's just a system of like existing um and and this makes that kind of like you know we we are in such this comfortable hammock of of this society that we live in of this structure we're really it really shows you just how lucky we are to be able to navigate within this kind of comfortable structure where the where there are programs for if we can't work or we can't survive that there's programs in place to help us um but then also this kind of perks up that other side of me that that animal side that's like well what if that goes away what if something happens am i going to be able to take care of myself do i have have i started to think of what my plan would be um and maybe that kind of thing alone is just a is just too dark of a thought to really present so um but I hope you're doing well, man. I hope you're taking care of you and your kiddos out there. It sounds like, you know, uh, that your family is one thing that's first and foremost on your mind. And and I think that that's real commendable, man. Uh, gang, brother. Um, We had a caller last week, a fellow that called in, a young buck. And he was having issues. He was doing dominoes. And delivering um hot pie. And we've all had it. You know, we've all had a little bit of dominoes. and Oh, and one thing, I don't know if you knew this about dominoes. Somebody sent me this DM the other day and uh, told me this, but Domino's Pizza used to have a character called the Noid. And that's not a racial slur or anything. That's a, um, it's like a cartoon. It was like a dirty cartoon boy that, you know, was sneaky and was kind of Italian. I, I don't know if, I think or he wanted to be Italian. It was like a wannabe Italian and he would attack um he he on the commercial for Domino's this character the Noid N O I D and again that's not any type of a race thing it is a that's what they called him he would attack the uh delivery people or something he would mess up the order and so the pizza was going to get there late but Domino's they said that we guarantee that won't happen. Your pizza will be there in 30 minutes. And you got to understand, this was unprecedented. For somebody to say, from the time you call our shop, 30 minutes later, we're going to have food at your doorstep. Dog, that's gangster, dog. Postmates don't even guarantee that shit. Postmates don't get Postmates say it could be now, could be 70 minutes. Dude, I had a lady one time, she was driving it over, got hit, got in an accident, got taken off in an uh, ambulance. My shit said like three hours because she'd been at the hospital for so long. It had gone up to three hours. This lady had not dropped off my Carl's Juniors. And this, I don't know if she died or what, bro, but that shit, you know. I mean, it's a risky game out there when you're peddling goods like that. But let me tell you about this. The Noid was this little character, and it was big. He had a video game. He had big stuff. And Domino's blew it up at that moment. They had pizza in 30 minutes. What? So the Noid, though, uh, there was a guy. Let me tell you what happened. So the Noid... Here's what happened. On January 30th, 1989, 
Kenneth Lamar Noyd, a mentally ill man who thought the ad campaign was a personal attack on him, entered a Domino's restaurant in Chambly, Georgia, armed with a 357. Gang, bro. So you know this shit ain't gonna end well. And he held two employees hostage for over five hours. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine, first of all, you freaking working at Domino's, and then second of all, the dude rolls up with a 357 and held you hostage? Actually, probably it's probably best because you're still on the clock and you don't, you can't make any pies. I mean, I guess you could, but the guy might get pissed. I guess it's up to him. It doesn't say if he ordered any pies or not. It just says he held two employees hostage for over five hours. After telling the employees that Domino's owner, Tom Monahan had stolen his name because his last name was Noid, N-O-I-D, he forced them to call Domino's headquarters and demand a hundred grand and a white limousine as getaway transportation. What an idiot, bro. You know how hard it is to hide in a white, in a white limousine? Very hard, bro. Unless you hide it like a... I don't even know where you'd hide, like in a milk fat, like in a milk area. Um, after offering to exchange one hostage for a copy of The Widow's Son, which I get is, is some book, the Noid reneged on his offer after a police brought him the book. Noid eventually became hungry and forced the employees to make him two special pizzas. Fuck. Respect, man. Respect. While Noid ate the pizzas with his gun in his lap, the hostages escaped. Noid surrendered to the police shortly after. After the incident, police chief Reed Miller told reporters he's paranoid. Noid was charged with kidnapping, aggravated assault. Uh, it doesn't say he fucking assaulted him. Extortion and possession of a firearm during a crime. I wouldn't call going to Domino's a crime. That's kind of judgmental. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Gang, bro. No, he spent time in a mental institution but committed suicide in 1995. Damn. This incident has been insinuated to have caused Domino's Pizza to discontinue advertising using the Noid as their mascot. Wow. So there you go. That's everything that happened with the Noid. And thank you to the young man that sent me. He sent me a DM and told me that. Uh, what else, man? What else have I been doing, dude? Nada. Doing nada. Same thing you've been doing. Let's get through this episode, man. Uh, oh, but some a young fella called, and he had some issues with delivering delivering pies. And I want to, you know, some men called in with some responses, and uh, and I want to share some thoughts uh, that they wanted to give you, young buck. Here we go. Hey, Theo, this is Sean calling from Gulfport, Mississippi. I just wanted to send some advice to that young man that called in and said he was 19 years old and working for Domino's Pizza delivering pies and didn't feel like he had a direction. I just want to say, brother, look, you're 19, you're not supposed to have a direction, but you have a job and you're a productive member of society. You're not laid up on your mom's couch smoking dope. You're doing the right thing. You're headed in a direction. Don't worry, brother. It'll come together. Keep doing what you do and being productive, man. That's what it's all about. As long as you got a little scratch in your pocket, you're paying your taxes, you're a 100% adult man. So keep doing you, brother, and 
keep up the good work. Trust me, man, you're young. Your life will shape up. Just stay out of trouble and keep on a straight path. Gang, bruh. I like that message, man. That's a good message. It got a little um, anti-drug at the end with the keep of stay on a straight path. But before that, 100%, man. Yeah, productivity. If you stay productive, all you're going to make is more productivity. That's it. There's no... It doesn't add up any other way. If you stay productive, you're going to produce. And all that's going to do is create uh, create opportunity. You know, it reminds me of this fellow in our neighborhood growing up, this boy named Robbie, and he was real jacked, and he had beautiful hair. God damn, man. I mean, strawberry blonde. Dude, he was probably one of the finest. He was a man, but he would have, he would have, he qualified, he would have qualified as probably one of the hotter women in our neighborhood. He was, you know, he was just jacked. He had big old, he didn't have, t- I mean, he had, a, you know, he was voluptuous to be strong as a man, but he had big, his arms looked like they had damn titties in them. Just strong. And, uh, and he worked at a grocery store by the Winn-Dixie. He worked by the place where people would go cry over there and masturbate. And, you know, kind of spend time, you know, before they had mental health. And um, he worked in there. I think he was stocking shelves at the beginning. And by the end, he worked there for a while. And then by the end, he was a manager. And then I think he was a district manager. And then he started his own business. He got out of that business, but got started two or three of his own companies. And I went and visited the fellow not long ago. And he lived in a damn, I mean, huge, beautiful home in like the nicest neighborhood anywhere in our area. Um, and he just, it just showed me, he just, he stayed productive. That's all I'm saying. You know, he stayed really productive. Um, let me pull, uh, here's another couple calls that came in about that same thing, brother. Here they go. Hey, Theo, my name's Jefferson from Denver, Colorado. Calling in about the dude, uh, couldn't get his thoughts together, but we got enough info out of him that I wanted to kind of share something with him. Um, He's 19 years old and he feels like a loser because he's at Domino's and doesn't know what he's doing. And I'm going to tell you, 99% of the people on this planet at 19 years old don't know what they're doing. And at 23 years old, I started working at Domino's myself and still didn't know what I was doing at 23. Uh, you know, I am now 36. I'll be 36 here in a couple of days. And I'm doing quite well for myself. And it all started out with Domino's and I still don't have a degree. You just have to be not afraid to take leaps and push forward at all times. Sometimes it's hard because you're complacent where you're at and you don't want to take the leap and that, you, you know, that's the things you have to do when you get older. So, mind through myself, you know, you're younger, just playing the pieces at dominoes, not doing a whole lot, man. And trust me, I'm doing pretty well for myself nowadays. Gang, there you go. And that's a fella right there that sold pies to adults. And children. And he's doing well. Yeah, hanging in there and staying productive. You can't, there's just, there's no way to really lose, I don't think, if you stay productive, man. There's no real way to lose, man. Dude, I remember I worked at a place called BJ's Pizzeria. And and this was a real, this was a real, you know, beautiful place. They had pies in there. 
they had a little bench to sit on when you walked inside. This shit was nice, man. And um, and one thing I really missed, dude, or one thing I loved, they had a soda machine. They had everything. Pepsi, Mister. They had Sprite, Orange. That's when you knew you had at least we're working at a decent shop. They had the orange soda, not just the regular shit. But anyway, um, and this place was called BJ's, dude. Blow job. I mean, it's anybody thinks BJ's, they think blow jobs. That's a given. You ask seventy people if I say BJ's, what do you think of? Sixty-five people are gonna say blow jobs. But this place, they said it meant blackjacks. Nobody's fucking thinking that shit, dog. Nobody's thinking black jacks, dude. Unless you had a picture of three black guys on the sign and they all had a shirt on that said Jack on them. Then I could see that. You know. But this didn't have that. It was just, a, um, it said BJ's Pizza. And the pizza was actually, it was good, but it was fucked up as well because I don't even know. The meat was real questionable. It had little balls of meat. And that was what kind of meat we had. If they wanted ham, they got the kind of red balls. And if they wanted a uh, burger, they got the little brown balls. And dude, we had one pie. You were fucking at the end. You splashed a fucking little hit of beer on top of it. People loved it. Like it just, you know, anyway, I would work in there and the, the oven was always burning people. And um, they found human hair in the oven. But uh, but before that, you know, we worked over there and I had a mop and everything, bro. And the shit was crazy. And we would get high and fucking sneak fucking handful of pudding, bro. During during the shift, I'd go over there and fucking put my hand in that pudding and go eat it in the bathroom by myself. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying to you, man, is that and here I am, you know, 20, 25, 23 years later. And I'm, you know, and I'm doing a totally different trade. So that's what I'm telling you too, man, is, you know, a lot of people, I think, uh, you know, you could start somewhere and you could end up somewhere else, but I never stopped working. I never stopped working, man. Um, you know, I definitely, I wasn't always as productive on my time off, but I feel like I've always had a job of some sort, gang. Best of luck to you, though, man. Obviously, people care, and they wanted to send in some messages. And We actually got a few more than that, but I believe those are the two that I can find right here. Uh, we got one other call that came in, and it was a response to a gentleman who called a couple weeks ago. His son is an asthmatic, and I want to play this call, gang. Yo, Theo. Uh, say, just watching to episode 269. I just heard that guy call on his kids got asthma. Uh, something I just wanted to, to mention to you, maybe you can... Say something in an episode or something like get the yeah and i will sorry to interrupt you um and asthma some people don't know if in a past what if in a past life your son was a you know a fish or a water snake then you have to think that i mean then it wouldn't it's not shocking that he's not the best land creature that he doesn't have he's not as equipped here if you if you believe in that sort of thing, that someone could be something and then re re, you know, be readmitted into society as something else. So there's always there's other levels to it all, gang brother. Uh, let's hear uh, let's hear more. Something I just wanted to, to mention to you. Maybe you can say something in an episode or something or get the word out to him somehow. If you got his contact info, 
there's a breathing exercise called Wim Hof breathing. There's a moderator on that Facebook group for Wim Hof that actually essentially cured his uh, asthma with this breathing exercise. Um, so, you know, I don't know for certain if it's going to work, but it definitely worked for this guy. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to mention it uh, to get that info to him so they could check it out. All right, man. Gang, brother, thank you. Yeah, so there's an opportunity right there. If you have uh, asthmatic or you have sun breathing issues, you know, don't have the ability to breathe well, hit them up, bro. Check out there that Facebook group, and you might be able to find a little bit of solution there. Uh, let's take another call that came in right here, man. 985-664-9503. Hey, Theo, this is Jacob down here in South Florida. What's up, Jacob? In South Florida, they just, um, well, not South Florida, but in Jacksonville, they just opened the beaches back up to humans. And, man, I literally thought about flying over there. That's how much I really just want to go get in the water. Gang, brother Onward. Uh, I heard your episode this week, and that kid who called in working at the Domino's who was kind of upset about where he was in life. Uh, it kind of reminded me of my own situation. You know, I went to college for a little bit for the same thing, for music. It uh, didn't work out for me. I was 18, 19, just delivering pizza, slinging them pies at Papa John's. Oh, yeah. Them adult pies at Papa John's, and that's a risky pie to deliver. That's them racial pies. You know, Papa John's, you drop the pie off, and it, somebody graffiti the N-word or the L-word inside of it. You know, somebody graffiti, you know, somebody writes K-I-K-E, you know, somebody pulls up a piece of pizza and they somebody wrote K-I-K-E under it, you know, or uh, somebody draws a picture of a Chinese boy on the front jumping off a building. You know, you have all kind of shit that just unnet, just just dark stuff that's that's really heartbreaking, really. Uh so yeah, imagine that. Not only say the pie's late, they get there at a late, they open the box, they're all so suddenly they're racially offended. You can get fucking gunned down over there in Inglewood, bro. Gang shit, man. Let's hear more. From pizza, slinging them pies at Papa John's. Uh, I went from working at Papa John's, I moved across the country. I was working for the mentally disabled for a few months. Praise God, brother. That was interesting. Uh, then went and worked at a machine shop doing CNC machining, making gun parts, all kinds of crazy shit like that. Damn. Uh, and then I moved back across the country, back home to Florida. Uh, now I work as a property manager doing inspections of houses. Oh, and that definitely sounds like somebody that's fucking hiding bodies, bro. Gang shit. Onward, sir. Uh, so for that kid, just keep moving forward, man. You don't have to have any kind of experience. If you nail that interview, if you're confident, you can basically do whatever you want. Uh, I don't really know how to do shit, but I've had all these jobs, and it's worked out so far. So uh, keep your head up, brother, and keep doing your thing. Gang. Gang, brother, thank you, man. Thank you for the call, and, that, and thanks for thinking of somebody else, you know. Thanks for thinking of that boy. You know. You know, one thing I've struggled with recently, I just... Just too much thinking of myself. Just too much, man. Um, you know, too much in my own head. And really the solution to that is others. Other people make you feel good. They really do. You know, if you are sick of yourself, man. If you are sick of yourself. 
Nothing will make you feel better than helping somebody else. And even, man, when I help somebody else, sometimes I, it's hard for me. There's something inside of me sometimes that makes me, you know, like I had a, a, a friend that was working and recently they couldn't work because of the virus. And so I thought, you know, I'll pay them anyway. They can't work. I'll pay them anyway. And, uh, and one week I even paid them more than what our original agreed on amount. And it's crazy, man, because I was okay doing it. And then it still bothered me for a couple days after. Like this greedy part of me was like, man, why'd you, why'd you do that? You know? And it's funny because it's not even, it wasn't even like a part that was like attached to my heart or anything. It was just like, why did you do that? You know, why, what, why, I don't know. I can't even figure out exactly what I was upset about. Like what about it upset me? But there was just, there's. just a part of me that just was I don't know just like why did you give that why'd you give them extra money why'd you give extra why'd you and I'm not saying that that's how I I'm happy that I did I'm happy that you know I'm not trying to brag on myself or anything like that I'm just thinking because we're all doing that right now we're all helping out where we can I'm just trying to think about there's there's just that little part of me that sometimes will flare up and be like, man, why'd you do that? You know? Why? And that's the devil, man. That's the dark artry. That's the dark art, art, art artistry that's in us. That's in the world. It's that little thing. It's that little motherfucker tapping on your shoulder. Hey, bro, why'd you do that? You know, that little part of me that wants to... I don't know, just, I don't know. It's just the dark arts, man. It's that thing that, it's that part of me that wants to not be helpful or not be loving. I don't know what it is, man. And it's it's almost impossible to really kill that off completely. It's just impossible, you know. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. Let's take a call right here. Here we go. Hey, yo, Theo. My name's Brett, and I'm from Canada. Hey, Brett. What's up, man? And I would love to know if, if, if some people from different countries want to hit the hotline. I want to know how they're surviving around the world, man. I've been thinking a lot about that. How are they surviving over there in Guam, Viet Guam, Scotland, Ireland, Canada, um, U- United Kingdom, okay, Spain. If you're from another country and you got the opportunity to let us know, um, let us know just how it's holding down over there. Because there's a lot of reports online. You know, I mean, every day they're like, Italy has the most. Italy this, something this. Sp- you know, chi- uh, the Chinese are lying. You know, it's all just like all kind of jibber jabby. Onward. Uh, I just want to let you know that yesterday was one year sober, completely sober for me. No alcohol, no drugs. And uh, I owe a lot of it to you, but I owe most of it to myself for keeping in there with that grind. When I say I owe a lot of it to you, it's because you just have that positive attitude and outlook on everything, man. And just watching you 
and watching how you interact with people makes me want to do the same, but in my own way. So, uh, yeah, I just have to, uh, just got to say thanks to you, man, for, just for being there, man. Hey, you be good to yourself. Thanks. Gang, bro. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, thank you for the nice words, man. One of my favorite things you said, uh, you said, I, I gotta, I, I wanna thank you, but I really wanna thank myself. Man, good for you. Good for you, man. Good for you. Thinking about, th- just think, just recognizing that you did this for yourself. You know, you didn't give up on yourself, man. Cause that's a hard battle to fight. You know, fighting the, the battle of addiction and the battle of, uh, you know, of that dead, that shoulder devil. You know, he'll take your dander from putting it in a damn line and show it to you. Say, dang, don't you want this now? You know, uh, just having that, I don't know, man, just, that's awesome. I'm real, real uh, happy for you. I'm really happy for you, bro. You know, and that must feel good to, to not just not have given up. That productivity, man, to just not give up. Uh, congratulations, brother. That's beautiful, dude. Um, we did a lot, man. We did a lot in this call. Let's uh, let's take let's we'll end there, man. We'll end there for today. A lot of great calls have come in, and um, yeah, I'm feeling kind of fucking jacked up today, man. I don't know. I'm I'm trying. I'm just staying busy and stuff, but I'm just feeling kind of jacked up. You know, I just kind of angry at myself, I guess, and uh, yeah, I guess I I don't know. Sometimes a lot of this, yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes fear just slips in. Like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to mess everything up or I'm going to. And then my brain will tell me, oh, well, there used to be a time when you knew what you were doing. And I don't even know if that's true, but that's my brain. Tell me my my brain will play that card. Remember when you used to know what you were doing? So then I start to get upset at myself because uh, I'm like, damn, I used to know. But that might not even be true. You know, my brain makes its own cards like. We agreed there was a certain deck and then my brain has just been making cards of its own and it uses them sometimes and and it's just uh it's tough man it is it's tough it's tough and I know a lot of people are going through things and a lot of people are struggling and and and, and in different ways and um and you know, that gentleman said it best right there, you know, to be good to yourself and just try and be loving and, um, you know, everything will be okay. Everything is okay. You know, everything is okay. And and I'm grateful, bro. I'm grateful to be here today. You know? And what's going on, man? Nothing. Nothing is going on. I talked to my niece earlier. That made me feel good. Uh, you know, 
I talked to my brother this week. Uh, hung out with my ex-girlfriend the other day and we made a puzzle. And that was very nice. You know, we just had a nice, simple time. And, you know, I'm grateful to have people in my life that love me, even though I feel like I haven't always been the best person. And, uh, and that's interesting how in loving somebody, there's so much forgiveness in love, you know. It's such a, you know, when somebody really loves you, man, they really, really loves you. They, uh, they're really, they're, they're forgiving all the things that you have done, even if they don't even know what they are, really. You know, when somebody just loves, you just really, it's just a rare, it's a rare thing. Isn't it, isn't it rare? Think about it. When you ask somebody, how many times in your life have you been in love? And they say, oh, maybe once, maybe twice. Some people say never. But, you know, to think of, to think of how long we stay alive and and the things that we do and and how many times have you been to the grocery? How many times have you felt sorry for yourself? Or how many times have you, you know, fallen over while you was reaching for something? Hundreds, bro. All those answers could be hundreds, a thousand maybe. But when somebody says, how many times have you been in love? You know, you say, man, I don't know, once, maybe, maybe twice. Or how many times have you loved someone just unconditionally, you know? You know, maybe never, man, when I, when I think about that one. I don't know if I ever have. But it's just so rare, though, when you think about the time we spend here. And then when you think about, man, how many times I've loved someone. For all the years and all, how just how, what a rare thing it is. You could spend a year panning for gold. You'll probably, probably, probably find 20 golds, 20 items of gold. But still, you might only fall in love twice in your life. Three times. I mean, it's just... Love's just... A, it's a powerful thing, man. It's powerful to say to somebody, man, I, you know, I love you. I love you no matter what. I don't think I've ever done that. I think my love is always I love you until or I love you but or I love you as long as. Or I'm going to really love you when. You know, it's hard. It's, it's hard, man. Being alive is interesting. It's an interesting, interesting journey. Um, all right. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Uh, support our 
um, advertisers, BetterHelp and Manscaped. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, some weeks are tougher than me, for me than others. I'm grateful to have a job, you know. Um, and I hope you guys are doing okay. You know, I hope that uh, that you're not being too hard on yourselves. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of sticky stuff out there. So just stay out of the glue. You know, but but stay in the honey. You feel me? Be good to yourselves, man. You guys deserve it, man. Okay. This is Bishop Gunn with Anything You Want. Reminds me a little bit of widespread panic, this song. gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends, sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.